5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today is Friday, and so we're going to close this week's But God series out with... um, Two passages, actually, because they really do run together. And uh, so what I'm going to take you to is the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, or the Acts of the Apostles, however it is that uh, you'd like to refer to that book, and there's it, right in the beginning, uh, chapter 2 and chapter 3, or right after the Pentecost account, Peter has the opportunity, as the other disciples and apostles do as well, um, to be able to speak to people because this was a great uh, movement of the Holy Spirit. And now God is like on the move and and there's some boldness that comes across uh, Peter and the other apostles. So the first passage I want to bring you to is Acts 2, Acts 2.24. And in Acts 2.24 um, is the but God part. So I've got to take you a little bit before, and uh, we're going to go to um, 22. People of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. But God knew what would happen. And his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to a cross and killed him. Right? I mean, uh, so Peter's bold, right? So we also then moved to another, just a a, a sermon also that that Peter gives just a a little bit ahead in uh, chapter 3. Right? So Peter, Peter is preaching now once again in the temple. He's speaking to um, Jews then, right? Um, so people of Israel, he said, What is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we have made this man walk on our own power godliness? For it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus whom you handed over and rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's decision to release him. You rejected this holy righteous one and instead demanded the release of a murderer. You killed the author of life, right? So very pointed. Now you would think and consider Peter, right? I mean, we look at the the passion story in the Gospels, and and Peter does not come off well, right? Remember, Peter's the one saying, "No, Lord, I'm never going to leave you. Never going to leave you. Um, I'll I'll even die um, before I leave you." And then when kind of push came to shove, when the when the soldiers came in with their torches and their you know their cuffs and everything was was put in place, they were like, "Let's get out of this place. Let's run." Now, yes, initially they did try to stick up for him, but when they ran, it was Peter then who showed up in the in the kind of in the court system. Um, he was kind of witnessing everything happening, and people were looking at Peter and they're saying, "Aren't you? Weren't you with him? Aren't you the one that was kind of following him? Aren't you a disciple of his?" I I really recognize you, and Peter's like, "I don't know this man. I don't know this man. I don't know this man." Jesus predicted that he would betray Jesus. Now that's important because then 
even as Jesus, you know, sees Peter after the resurrection and looks at Peter and he's like, you know, Peter, do you love me? Yes, yes, of course, right? Peter, do you love me? Yeah, 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 of, of course I do. And then he asks him a third time, right? Corresponding to the third time that Peter denied Jesus. And he's like, yeah, you're the Christ. You know, you, you already know everything. You know, and he says, so go and feed my sheep, right? So there was the job. He was kind of a, a restoring moment for him. So when Peter is now preaching to these people, he's not holding back, though. You know, it, it would almost seem like at these points in time, he would be like, you know, like, we've all made some, some bad decisions and mistakes, and we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But Peter here is like not holding back anything. He's like, you put him to death. You killed the author of life. How much more pointed could he have gotten? Not much. And yet here is the story when you're looking at it. He's like, I've, you know, been redeemed. Yes, I was part of the ones who also put Jesus to death. But Jesus has redeemed me, bought me back. And there's always then, we're going to look back at um, the first verse in, in Acts chapter uh, 2, 24. And this is the but God, right? So it's like you nailed him to a cross, you killed him. 24 says, but God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life. For death could not keep its grip on him. And so then we look at the but God in um, Acts chapter 3. And in verse 15, um, this is the but God moment. He says, you killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. And we are witnesses of this fact, right? So we are the witnesses. Peter's saying, I've witnessed this. I saw Jesus die. I saw Jesus dead. I saw Jesus rise from the dead. And there is the wonderful testimony that what we are saying is that even this thing that you tried to cause, this harm that you tried to cause against Jesus, the author of life, God in the flesh, that this still wasn't the end of the story. You hoped for this um, rebel, this religious rebel, this guy who was kind of tampering with your whole system. You wanted him dead, but God had bigger plans. It also goes back to, the, you know, throughout the book of Acts, and especially in these early moments, there's a lot of the the religious structure that's still pointing back to Jesus or pointing back to these disciples and apostles and saying, there's something wrong with it, like stop preaching, stop talking. But then Gamaliel, he was uh, one of the most respected of the the religious leaders, and he said, well, just let them be. He said, if this isn't of God, it's just going to die out. But if it's of God, no one can stop it. And that's the moment that you get a perspective from somebody from inside that core that's saying, we, we, we can't stop this if this is of God. And there's the moment that we also see that there's a but God moment he, even here. That yes, God knew it, but you know there was some of those moments that we, you know, his apostles, his disciples, looked at it and said, "Jesus is dead. Like our leader, our rabbi, our teacher is gone." 
but that wasn't the end of the story. You can't kill the author of life. You can't put the one who um, has defeated death back into a grave. And that's the wonderful news for today. So that if you are looking at your story and trying to see, you know, that there might be defeat, you're going to look at the Jesus story and say, Jesus has victory. And guess what? He didn't keep it to himself. Jesus says, this victory belongs to you, to me. Let's not forget that. Let's celebrate it. All right, everybody. We're going to end there for uh, today, and we'll be back again next week. Um, we'll see if we're going to continue. I mean, there's some more um, but God moments throughout both uh, the book of Acts and into the epistles, so we'll probably try to even continue um, looking at this series. So, all right, everybody, take care.